Welcome to the High Vibes and Grateful Heart podcast series for women on the rise. When we come back, I'll be in the studio with today's guest, Pavlina Gadakova, who will be sharing with us information about a new healing modality called Internal Family Systems. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited to be here in the studio with my friend, Pavlina Gedakova, who's here to teach us about a modality called Internal Family Systems. And I know that um, we've, we've talked a lot about it, uh, Pavlina, in our center and in our community, but can you just take a few moments and tell us about this heart-centered work that you do and kind of your why around it? Mm-hmm. So Internal Family Systems Therapy has been around since the 80s. It was uh, founded by Dr. Richard Schwartz, who was originally actually from Massachusetts. And this uh, new system of therapy or therapeutic approach is based on the belief that a mind is a multiple, not a like a one thing. So it assumes that we have a lot of bunch of parts inside of us, so our a personal, multiple personalities within us. And these parts have sometimes different agendas, and we kind of trying to find a way how to harmonize them all. So in an essence, it's a finding a way how to have those parts kind of talk to each other, collaborate, and it's done usually through the help of this inner source. It's called the self. So it's something that is underlying all of us. It's something that's present at birth, and it supports us in sort of a more peaceful and harmonious life. It's fascinating, really, and and a model that I think so many of us can benefit from. Um, I'm so happy to hear that you're sharing more about it and and your offerings because I think there's so many people out there who are searching for different um, approaches to to their own growth and healing. So I'm I'm very excited to have you at the We Breathe Wellness Center and of course among our com- our community in general. So tell us a little bit about when did you first discover this passion and did you have to go through some sort of transition from another type of work to what you're doing now? Are you balancing two things? I think people like to hear about um, other people's journey. Mm -hmm. So I got to it through like having some tumultuous relationship with my dad and I asked a friend of mine who is a psychotherapist, hey, can you help me out with a modality that might help me, you know, straighten out the relationship with my dad? So she said, oh, internal family systems. It's um, it's something, it's an interesting modality that has some spiritual, like an underlay. And I was like, okay. So, And I translated it as, well, I'm going to learn some techniques how to talk to my dad. However, when I first went to see my therapist, she says, well, I don't really do teach any techniques how to relate to other people. I'm going to teach you how to relate to your inner parts. So it was sort of, I was taking a U-turn. Oh, it's not really about him. It's about me. So that's how I got into it. So I had a totally like... fascinating, fascinating, right? Um, and then I know I happen to know that you have other work that you do. Mm-hmm. So tell us kind of what is that, you know, you and I have talked about this sort of being in a transition. Like what has that been like for you and, and how have you supported sort of your, I call them cravings of the heart, you know, to, to move towards something like internal family systems? Well, I started off with writing. For me, it just started in exploring memoir writing and learning about my family and basically my way of handling life and my my beliefs, etc. 
And uh, through writing, I learned a lot about myself, and that kind of kicked me into the direction of yoga because I was also trying to find some kind of spiritual underpinning, finding my home because I never felt like home, home. It just wasn't the place I felt like acknowledged and seen the way I wanted to. So it was both of these modalities, writing like a journaling as a healing way of uh, being, helped me out. So did like yoga, but I still felt like there were some parts of missing. Something was not connecting. I was still feeling emotionally like I'm still hurting. I'm not resolving what's kind of what's bothering me. And this modality allowed me uh, to get to those painful experiencing as a kid and, uh, you know, being becoming a better inner parent, so recognizing what's hurting me and trying to treating myself with more respect and attunement than I was given as a kid. Yeah, um, that that I, I love how you put that. You know, your internal parenting. That's really um, important for people to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sort of sending that love back back toward ourselves and and addressing those those wounds that that lie so deep, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I can point out something else, and as a result, if I can kind of heal myself, so that impacts how I relate to other people, I might not come across to them from my, that hurt place or wounded place, but I can, you know, be different for others, and they might perceive or react to me differently or respond to me differently. So so ultimately, I am shifting the relationship. Because we can only really control our own behaviors and our own thoughts and our own patterns, right? It takes a while to learn, for sure. And and you actually um, were not born in the United States. Correct. Yes. Right. I came from the Czech Republic. I'm from, originally from the Czech Republic. And in a sense, it was a way for me as a finding myself or separating from the family of origin and kind of feeling like I didn't feel like something was right. I just wanted to kind of discover what is it that I wanted to do as a person or how I wanted to be because I didn't feel like I had the, the right environment. And just making that separation and stepping back and getting perspective from far, very far, yes. <laughs> uh, thousands of miles, it just helped me to kind of get to know myself more and, uh, and pursue writing, pursue internal family systems, which I would never, ever imagine pursuing, mm-hmm. and being, being a healer to myself and other people. So. It's great. And, you know, I, I one of the things that I'm experiencing just talking to people about this is that the name itself, is it's a little deceiving. Like people here, internal family systems, they're thinking about, as you mentioned, my relationships with my dad or my relationships with my partner. And, and it really isn't about that, as you as you pointed out. It's it's about your your relationship with yourself first. So I think that's an important differentiation to make when, when we talk to people about this. But um, honestly, you're, you're – authenticity around this issue. It's its really inspiring. And I really want to just help the, the audience better understand, you know, through this, this, you know, discussion that we're having today, how they can benefit from it and who can benefit from, from mm-hmm. it. So maybe we could talk a little bit about who do you sort of see as the ideal client or um, person that could benefit from, from this modality? I think certainly it could be with someone, I believe it's going to be someone who wants to find like be actively healing or kind of bettering themselves just to to engage in different quality of life and certainly this modality is helpful to people who've undergone developmental trauma or any early traumas they can help them release them and really release that impact the burden that they took on as a child the meaning of that situation and invite new qualities that they've never ever been able to kind of explore and be more themselves right 
Right. That whole all those limiting beliefs that we mm-hmm. kind of the stories that we make up um, in our subconscious because of the things that we experience um, as especially as young children. I think most of those are actually formed before we're even seven years old. So correct. And we are not totally aware. Like right. and sometimes they can present themselves as bodily sensations, not really verbally. So it's just a little bit harder to address. But right. they are still like messages, something that we need to listen to and kind of learn from and see what how they're trying to help. Because in IFS, it's believed that every part that we have, that it has positive intention. It might have extreme role. It might really act in an extreme negative way towards us. But in their essentiality or in their at the core, they're trying to help us, protect us. And they were formed so early. So the methods of protection were sort of dramatic or drastic and right. very... Harsh. And our reactions to them. Correct. Absolutely. It's so interesting. Well, I know that in our own center at the uh, We Breathe Wellness Center and within our She Breathes Balanced community, you know, you really seek out women who are, you know, on a path of healing, again, who've maybe suffered some traumas or and are really ready to dive in and reconnect with that self that you speak of so that they can um, improve and elevate their lives, which is about the work that we do together, right, as a community. So that's great. I love to ask people, uh, especially on the show, to talk a little bit about what you're most proud of, like give an, an accomplishment or an experience that, that just lights you up when you think about it. I think for me, I mean, in the past, like people were always commenting that I came to this country alone. There was just a sort of courageous act. And I never really think it that way because it was sort of more of a impulsive or kind of a protective or survival type of strategy. But what I think... Uh, that are really truly proud of like having a relationship that's healthy. So that's something I think it's a great achievement uh, of mine uh, or our achievement, my partner and mine, that I just really value maybe more more now than ever at the beginning of the relationship when I was kind of unexperienced in it. So I just value it more. Right. Well, I applaud you for doing that because it's not an easy task um, to have a, a, a partnership that you're proud of, especially right now in these very troubling times where I think relationships are being challenged and um, in new and different ways (laughs) that that we have not been prepared for. So good for you guys. That's awesome. Well, it's a work in progress. We're not perfect, but it's just allow me more. Everything's a practice, right? Yes, for sure. Oh, that's great. Um, So what do you think well, let's talk about this. What is the most like significant challenge that you faced in this journey towards this, you know, this modality, this learning about this, these tools, um, like what what challenges, or maybe just what challenges have you faced in life that that stand out for you, and and how what has that taught you? For me, being part of this, um, taking this course, or being part of the training, which was a year long training, it just allowed me to delve inside. So it was more an internal journey that was really rich emotionally, and I was dugging into places that I never really dug before, and I'm still kind of unraveling some pieces. So in some ways, I think this, for me, it's been like the most sort of internally courageous journey that i undertaken. There were other things happen in life, but uh, so I just now realize how that it takes a lot of courage to go to those places and allow yourself to be vulnerable and that can take a while, and I think sometimes I can be really harsh on myself for not getting it right right away, but that's probably also part of the journey, kind of right. learning to be kinder and more compassionate with myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's never easy to go into those dark 
places and those dark sides of of who we are, but it's so important because we have both light and dark in all of us, and and not looking at it doesn't really make it go away, right? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it finds its way anyway yeah, out here. For sure, for sure. So um, that's awesome. So what do you um, I, what do you love most about yourself? It can be a physical trait, a characteristic. I just love you know getting women on the show to talk about that whole self love and self recognition. Um, parts of ourselves because it's hard for us. We're not socialized to really say, I love this about myself, but it's so important. So what do you, what's your favorite thing about yourself? I think I enjoy my ability to connect with other people. I think because I feel like when as a kid I didn't get it or early on, so now I kind of like compensate or really try, really make it something important, just finding a way to connect with somebody and find something good in them or just find that, you know. So that's I think I am really good at or strive to be even better at. As someone who knows you, I know I can tell you that you're doing a great job with that. <laughs> um, and so let's see. We, we're big on self-care at the studio. We talk a lot about that and how important it is to be balanced and healthy. How do you like to practice self-care? How do you fill your own cup? I really enjoy and I think even more lately is going outside and just being in nature and kind of really drawing that positive energy from the trees and, the, you know, the outdoors that really feeds me. And uh, I like writing. That's also kind of – and playing the uke. Like, so the arts, you know, yes. being exposed oh, to definitely. creativity. and Definitely. And I know being in nature um, is something that is just so grounding, right, and and sort of – puts everything in perspective um, pretty quickly when you just realize that we're just one teeny-weeny fragment of this much larger <laughs> universe for sure. Um, how about role models? Did you have any role models or people who really influenced your life when you were growing up that, you, that you'd that you like to share with us? I did have a, like a great teacher in, um, in uh, primary school, like at the elementary level, who like whom I actually visited a few years back when I went back to the Czech Republic. And it was just so funny because it felt like like she hasn't changed. You know, her, like, caring heart and just sort of this heartwarming personality and the way she was she went about teaching was just still there. So it was just this sort of relief that I met, you know, like yeah. the same teacher just kind of showed up. And so, so I just really enjoyed being with her. And she gave me a book. And so it was just so lovely. That's so great. Do you think that um, knowing her and that impact that she had on you led you in toward into education and teaching? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible that because I had a, f- other, a few other teachers who kind of really connected with me and that I think most likely led to that that I was yeah. became a teacher. Yes, beautiful. Well, you talked a little bit about how you like to express yourself creatively, and I have had the honor of hearing your poetry and your writing, which is absolutely um, amazing. I haven't gotten to hear you play the ukulele yet, though. So that's more on a beginner <laughs> stages. <laughs> To get you at, uh, we'll have to get you on stage at the next uh, open oh mic night. Oh, my goodness. I guess I have to start <laughs> practicing more. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, we always – I love to share um, on this show kind of advice that we would give, have given to ourselves as a young, you know, adolescent girl, um, things that I'm sure we'd like to pass on, lessons. Do you have any advice that you would have given yourself if you had that opportunity? I would just definitely tell her that – I felt so alone as a kid or a teenager, like there was not enough, like someone I could lean on really, they would get me. So I just would tell her, you know, you were, you're not alone, like having that faith that maybe now you feel like you are, but 
there is something larger than you, that larger unconditional love present that you might not see now, but you're going to see it later. Just be patient, please. You know, so something like that. Yeah, that's good advice for all of us, isn't it? <laughs> Regardless of our age. How about a mantra? Do you have like a favorite mantra that you like to live by that you'd like to share with us? Um, I think it's funny. I I know I was thinking about it, and now I'm kind of rethinking that. Just maybe more like surrender to the moment. Really trust the moment. That's trust a good it. one. Yeah, trust the moment. That's a good one. And not easy to do, is it? No. <laughs> not for me, especially for me. Oh, goodness, no. I know. <laughs> As somebody who happens to like to control things, yeah, I can relate. But it's something I practice. There's a lot of practicing going on. Um, how about a theme song? Do you have like a theme song that if you were like at the end of your movie, what would your theme song be? The Girl on Fire. By Alicia. Yeah, Keys, yeah, oh, yes. That's a great yes. song. She's a fantastic performer. She is. Yes, she so, is. That's a yes. great song. Yeah. I love it. Um, how about any, would you have any advice for other women who are kind of, you know, going through a, a journey or transitioning and maybe really trying to find the courage to make a leap towards something that's really calling them? I guess I would maybe going from my experience, just really trusting what's happening inside them, no matter how, disco- like, uncomfortable it is. Maybe I, you can't even name it what's going on at first. I had no clue what was going on. So it's just maybe writing about it, maybe even sharing with a friend because that friend might kind of offer a perspective. So not just, just acknowledging whatever it is that it's okay, like acknowledging that process of rebirth, that it's really kind of messy and hurt, like sort of not clear and very, very imperfect and maybe sometimes a little bit of painful, a little bit painful too, but just trusting that kind of messiness that it will, something will arrive, something I am positive about that. I think you mentioned before the word unraveling, which I I talk a lot about that. It's sort of that unraveling or unfolding of layers and layers and layers of, again, beliefs and um, patterns. And so it is, it's very, there's something very... um, liberating about being able to sort of peel that away and get down to the, you know, the core, right? Yes, getting down to the core, beautiful. It's a beautiful process for sure. Um, Is there anything that you'd like to share, like maybe something people don't know about you? We already revealed that you're from the Czech Republic, but anything that just to share, like something something that might surprise people to know about you? Well, I'm from the Czech Republic, therefore I do speak one language, like my native language is the Czech language, but I also, I learned in the uh, middle school, we had to learn Russian, so which I really loved, beside the ideology. (laughs) And then uh, in school, because I'm an ESL teacher, so I'm exposed to other languages, so I'm kind of learning Spanish, dabbling into Portuguese. I do enjoy languages, so words is something that I'm really excited about. That's so great, because not everyone has the sort of, um, human design to learn languages easily. So the fact that you can do that is, I think, beautiful. And <laughs> I'm a little jealous, actually. <laughs> but that's great. Um, this is my favorite question of the show. What do you wish there was more of in the world? If you could just wave a magic wand, what would you like to see more of? I think there are a lot of things I would like to see yeah. more of, to <laughs> be too. honest. But, we, could talk, we could have a whole podcast about that. <laughs> Yes, yes. But I think if I just kind of boil it down as to curiosity and openness, so you see more than one way of looking at things and be more open to maybe other type of ideas or point of views or thought system, thought beliefs, et cetera, just that curiosity and openness, that would be, 
I think it's a nice step forward. Especially now, there's so much divide, and it's just, um, yeah, there's just so much divide. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be a beautiful thing if we could all be a part of of sort of collectively um, helping people to be more more open, more accepting, and Mm -hmm. more curious, to your point, about learning um, from other people. So we'll continue to work on that. <laughs> How would you like to be remembered? We always talk about our dash. What happened when, you know, during our dash here? Oh, How would you like to be remembered? I just think I would want to be remembered as someone who was there, present for the other person, just present and um, holding that space for the other person, no matter what it was, just without judgment, kind of like that. I think that's a, a beautiful desire to 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 be able to offer that to the world. And I, again, as someone who knows you, know that 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 is how you interact with people, and it's so appreciated. Mm-hmm. So um, I we're coming to the end of our show, but I want to make sure that everyone knows where they can reach you to learn more about internal family systems, and in fact, maybe even book appointments with you so that you can help them on their healing journey. Mm-hmm. So I'm at She Breathers on Mondays from 4.30 till 8.30. At the We Breathe Wellness Center. Yes, We Breathe Wellness Center, correct. And uh, you can call me like I, or email me and we can figure something out. Wonderful. So Monday afternoons at the We Breathe Wellness Center. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm really highly encouraging anyone who's listening here today to reach out to Pavlina. She's also on our We Breathe Wellness website and in our directory. So um, book an appointment with her and start diving in and, and, uh, and using this modality to, to support yourself. So thank you so much. I think we're going to wrap up the show today, but it's been my honor to have you here today. And I look forward to continuing to learn more about you and this beautiful modality. And um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Until next time, I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen. Mm -hmm.